with Centrix, the data experts for consumer and business credit reports. It's coming up 13 away from five and Barry Soap, our political editors with us now. Hi, Barry. G'day, Heather. Right. So David Parker's revealed his big RMA reform. It's going to take us a while to know whether this works or not, right? That's the whole point, isn't it? And if you ever wondered whether New Zealand was ruled by regulations and processes, this was the epitome of that. The irony is, though, really, Heather, the process of building and the like uh, will get easier, which is what the government is telling us. Well, at least uh, that's certainly what they're saying. But um, it comes at a time when it's almost impossible uh, to find a builder, let alone products needed to build with. And that is a supreme irony. But nevertheless, look, you've got to take your hat off to, uh, even though he announced it two years ago, so this is an announcement on an announcement, that um, the legislation uh, will be replaced by um, much fewer in terms of number of processes that people have to go through. I mean, if you're a developer under the old system, it could cost you up to 5% of the capital value of uh, whatever you're developing, which is ridiculous. Um, A conservative estimate, according to David Parker, is that um, it will, um, the reforms will cut costs uh, to users by about 20% a year. Uh, That's equating across the board to about 150 million bucks or 10 billion over over 30 years. This really was a dog of a piece of legislation, Heather. It was um, thought up, of course, and written uh, by a law professor by the name of Jeffrey Palmer uh, when he was Minister for the Environment way back in 1987. And ever since then, they've been trying to reform it. It started out as a 300-page document. Now it's about 900 pages with reforms over the years that was finally brought in by um, who, the uh, uh, Simon Upton, who I think is the um, he's a climate or uh, climate commissioner or something around Parliament at the moment. Uh, he brought it in as a young minister in um, 1990. So look, it's been around for so long. It's been a dog of a piece of legislation, and uh, you'd have to take your hat off to the government if it indeed does work. Yeah. Well, how long is it going to take us to find out? It's about 10 years, isn't it? <laughs> well, it'll, it'll go through the legislative process this year. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, enacted, I would imagine, by about 2025. So we're still a hell of a long way off. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, what are we doing to make it easier to switch between the general and the Māori roles? It's fascinating, isn't it? Because uh, if you ever wondered why what happened with the move by the National Party under John Key to get rid of the Māori seats. You can well and truly forget that. Um, that what they're doing here is they're making it easier for Māori to switch between uh, the Māori role and the general role. And it seemed absurd to me that um, they had to wait several years before they could go from one role to called an electoral option. Uh, the last one was 2018. The next is uh, 2024. So it's six years if they wanted to change uh, from the um, Māori role to the general role or vice versa. Well, this will allow them within three months of a general or local body election to make the change. Now, uh, it's got bipartisan support. So uh, the National Party has uh, climbed on board with them. There were a few amendments, but um, they say, and I agree with them, it seems ridiculous, uh, if we're going to have the Māori seats, and that's another argument, but if we're going to have them, uh, why not allow people to switch if they want to? 
I am glad that you spotted this money that is being handed out at COP27 because I spotted it too. So I want to know what you think. Well, it's a Greek bearing gifts, isn't it? It's uh, by the name of uh, James Shaw. Um, he's um, New Zealand uh, stepping up, certainly, uh, for uh, a fund called Climate Adaptation. Now, um, they were asked in uh, Glasgow last year at the COP there to uh, double their efforts uh, to the fund um, across the globe. Well, New Zealand is it's increasing its effort by fivefold, not just doubling, because we are the leaders in the world in this, Heather. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we're, we're coughing up 15 million bucks to the adaptation fund, um, and uh, that essentially is to um, allow countries, the poorer countries, to recover from the impacts of uh, climate change. Um, and don't forget, it does follow on a commitment of 20 million bucks. It's been an expensive conference for us of uh, dedicated finance for loss and damage. One of three countries New Zealand was, again, leading the world. Uh, they'll come, though, we're reassured, out of the $1.3 billion that have been, that's been set aside uh, for um, climate uh, finance from uh, 2022 to 25. A lot of money. Yeah. Barry, don't worry about the money. We've got a money tree. The Reserve Bank, it just prints, it just prints, and Jacinda just takes that money and then spends it around the world. Thank you for that. Barry Soper, political editor.